Have you ever wondered what a honeypot is? Are you a member of the Feg Army? And do you know which crypto won best DeFi technology at this year's Dubai Crypto Expo? Well, you're in the right place because we are going to cover all of this right here, right now on The Cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. You are listening to the one and only The Cryptocracy Podcast. My name is Josh. I'm your host, and I'm joined by Crypto Corey, who needs no introduction. How are you doing, Crypto Corey? Hey, I'm doing really well, and I'm really excited to be here for this episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited, too. Uh, I think this episode will be fun. Um, it's kind of funny. This is not our normal day of recording. So. No, we had, we had a lot of events that came up, and so we weren't able to get to, yeah, to recording. But we, we, do, we do have lives outside of this podcast um which i mean most people would not believe that yeah most people would not believe that i mean we it, it seems i mean to me when i listen to the podcast it seems like we spend all of our time that's all we do in the basement thinking about crypto investing in crypto hodling <laughs> some <laughs> some of the stuff we like to do but we do have lives and jobs outside of this um maybe one day this will be our job you never know who knows who knows maybe if we can go from eight listeners to nine to nine <laughs> we'll have it made we could have it made um, but, uh, some good news. Well, babe, I don't know. I think it's good news. I know that. So today, I guess I'll just bring up what we're talking about today. We're talking about FEG again. Yes. One for of our the, favorite tokens. Yeah. For those of you who may be new, um, we've talked about FEG. We've had like two or three this episodes will, on. This on them, will right? literally be the third episode that we've had on FEG. We have not, other than Bitcoin, we do talk a lot about Bitcoin and I mean, of course, because Bitcoin's yeah, the king. Yeah, Bitcoin's the king. But we really haven't had, uh, you know, more than one episode dedicated to any token uh, out there. So FEG is kind of like... Yeah, this is the third one on FEG, so it's pretty important to us. Yeah, well, you can... Well, it's a pretty great platform, is it not? Is Yeah, I... You know, as I was saying earlier before we started recording, um, I don't think people really understand how unique and how how much the, this platform is going to change uh, DeFi technology and even cryptocurrency technology. Uh, I literally think that second only to Bitcoin and proof of work, um, you know, everything that Bitcoin has introduced uh, to us, that FEG token uh, is second in line in terms of groundbreaking technology. People really, I just don't think people really understand what uh, they have done. And I and I think part of that may be because Feg token looks a lot like it looks like a meme to, meme coin. You yeah, know, they've got feed the, every gorilla. Feed every gorilla. I mean, that just kind of sounds silly. Um, they've got the you know the the big old gorilla symbol. They, they and the, at the very beginning they did a couple of funny little advertisements. You know that were more meme uh, coinish, if if you will. But they're they're anything but a meme coin. Um, they well, are and kind of the way you discovered them. Was, was, was on thought, accident. Yeah, it was on accident. You thought they I were was a trying meme token. to buy a meme coin. Yeah, I was literally trying. You we ended were, up stumbling upon the I, second greatest. Yeah, no platform. Let me back up for all you listeners. If this is your first time, I don't normally buy meme coins. I do own a few, but I don't normally buy meme coins. They're not my. That it isn't what I invest in. It was for a competition, a game that I had with uh, with a few friends, 
And and the deal was that we had to buy a, a obscure coin. It had to be out of the top 100 list, so it couldn't be on. If you get on uh, Coin Gecko or Coin Market Cap, it couldn't be in the top 100. And it and we put a hundred dollars in, and we were going to track it for a month and see who's you know joke meme coin did the best. We all lost money. Um, even I did on on Feg. Feg kept going down. But the funny thing is, is that when I checked into it and began uh, looking at the at the platform just the light bulb went off and I, and I thought these guys aren't a meme coin. This is a legitimate contender. I'm going to invest more money. And I have been buying Feg uh, for over a year now and am just completely enamored with the technology. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about that technology, go back and listen to uh, the two previous episodes that we have on Feg. I don't know what, we don't really number our episodes, so I can't really say go back to episode 16. Just, Scroll through, you'll find it. Yeah, there's not that many episodes. Not that many it, episodes. it should be fi- easy to find. Um, but let's let's talk about what they did. So they were just recently awarded um, at the Dubai Crypto Expo the winner of best DeFi technology. Yeah, about pretty big expo uh, in Dubai. A lot of people came together for this uh, uh, crypto conference. And there were a, a fair number of awards that were given out, but of all of the DeFi platforms that were there, Feg w- was the winner of the best DeFi technology. And I think that's pretty significant because there's a lot of uh, interesting DeFi technologies that are out there, but Feg is unique and stands alone. So let's let's go rattle off the things that that Feg does for us. So Feg isn't just DeFi; they, they've coined the term smart DeFi. It's not just DeFi, but it's smart DeFi. So what does that mean? Well, it means that they've eliminated the ability uh, for a rug pull for a rug pull. Yeah. So if you invest in uh fag, they eliminate what they call honeypots. Um, what, what's the honeypot? I don't, I, don't I think knew, ex- knew you'd ask. Yeah, I I said that. We've never talked about that on the podcast so, before. They, they give you uh, something that it looks like it's really good to invest in. So that's, that's the honeypot. And then you go and invest in it and money starts coming in. But, but they freeze the ability for you to sell and get out of it um, because they, they control the technology. So you can be frozen out and then they can cash out on you uh, before you can. So you, uh, Feg eliminates that. So any token that's released on on the Feg ecosystem, uh, you know they can't do a honeypot. They can't do a rug pull, and they also introduced the idea of asset backed crypto. And and what that means is, in the case of Rocks token, which is is one of the Feg ecosystem tokens, um, every cell and every purchase of rocks adds to the baseline value of its native token. So you have rocks token on the Ethereum blockchain and you have rocks token on the Binance smart chain. And every time you buy and sell those tokens, a small percentage of that sale goes into a pool to back the value of the rocks tokens. So the rocks token can never go to zero unless the token itself goes to zero and Ethereum goes to zero or on the Binance smart chain, the token goes to zero and Binance goes to zero. And if you followed us long enough, you know that there's there's no way that Binance uh, uh, token or Ethereum are going to zero. They're they're just not. And so every cell, a little bit more goes to back rocks. And pretty soon, rocks will 
over time have a, a baseline value that keeps pushing the price of rocks up. And a lot of people will say, well, what does that mean, baseline value? Like, well, how does that how does that Ethereum help me? What if rocks does go to zero? What does that mean? Well, if rocks does go to zero, let's let's just say rocks eventually becomes worth 10 Ethereum. And for some crazy reason, the rocks token goes to zero. Now, obviously that's not going to happen. It, it will never be less than 10 Ethereum. But let's just say in some crazy world, rocks literally goes to zero. You could burn the rocks token and get your 10 Ethereum. So that's how you get the backing out of the contract. You literally burn the token and they'll give you the backing for it. So why would you do that though? Because the rocks token is always going to have a floor value over its backing. It will always be worth more than its backing. So what they've created is a token that can never go to zero. Again, unless Ethereum goes to zero or... It's it's very improbable. It's very improbable. Very improbable that it goes to zero. That's crazy technology. There's nothing out there. There's nothing out there like that. Now, you wouldn't see that in, say, the case of Bitcoin because Bitcoin is king. Bitcoin doesn't need something backing it. I think the same is true for Ethereum. Um, Ethereum is, is you know, I've said it before, Bitcoin is gold. Ethereum is silver. A lot of people hate it when when I say stuff like that. But it's just a good analogy for, for you to think about it. Um, Ethereum's not going to zero. So, and it doesn't need something backing it. What what backs it is the ecosystem of Ethereum and all the people that are building on Ethereum and all the people that are trading it. It it has created its own value. But now you have the ability for anyone to create a token, a smart token on the on the FEG ecosystem and say, hey, I want this to be backed in Ethereum or I want this to be backed in in BNB. And in essential, you know, it essentially creates a token that can't go to zero because there will always be some backing value in there. And to me, that is a game changer. That alone is a game changer. The ability to have a platform that eliminates rug pulls and and keeps shady actors from taking advantage of people, you know, when they release their meme coins and then and then pull the rug on them, like Squid Game. That is amazing technology. I mean, they they brought that they brought that to us. You know, they didn't invent um, tokens that are uh, decreasing in supply. So as you know, if you've listened to us or if you're familiar with FEG, FEG is constantly being burned. Every token trade that takes place on the the FEG smart DeFi platform burns FEG. So as more and more coins go into circulation, every transaction forces a purchase in the background. A certain percentage of that transaction in the background goes, buys FEG, and burns it. So it's it's deflationary and it's picking up speed. And you know, and part of that just the deflationary action of its of itself will cause the price of FEG to go up. But then everyone who holds it also gets part of the transaction. So two percent of every transaction for FEG, I think one percent of it gets burnt and the other one percent gets shared among all the holders of FEG. That kind of it's kind of like dividends. In a so, way, in a way, it's kind of like dividends. So I've, I mean, I've earned billions of FEG just from holding. Now, they're not worth a lot because yeah, because isn't FEG worth like point zero zero? I mean, it's it's like eight zeros and a three um, yeah. of, of a of a penny. So or of a dollar. Sorry. So eight eight zeros and a point zero 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 eight times and like three six. So so each FEG is not worth a lot. But as it goes up over time, those billions of FEG that I've earned just from 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 holding onto it, it's a nice little 
will will eventually gain yeah. gain a value. So that's that's amazing technology, all uh, all in and of itself worthy of this award. But that's not all they did. Yeah. Do you know what else that they did? Is this the two factor authentication? This is the two factor authentication. Now, this is not a new concept for Feg. Um, we don't know who the founder of Feg is. Uh, he goes by Feg Rocks. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. His handle is at life is DeFi. And well, some people believe he might even be some people believe he might be Satoshi Nakamoto. Satoshi Nakamoto. We don't know. Um, we suspect he's been in the crypto game for a long time, probably since the beginning. Uh, at least one of the original people who were, you know, who were with the the beginnings of Bitcoin. We don't know that for certain, but there is some evidence. We, we won't go into that right now. I think we talk about that on one of our. We, we do. I think we talk about it on on both of the episodes. Yeah. Um, so if you want to learn more, go back. Yeah, and to I, I personally don't think he's Satoshi, but um, that would be crazy if he did. That alone would cause the price effect to to jump to skyrocket. Yeah, we we would be millionaires. We'd probably have to stop doing this podcast. We'd have so much money. No, we would double down on the podcast. <laughs> we would double down. Get it. Yeah, never mind. All right. <laughs> so if you can't if you can't tell, you know, Josh and I are are really excited about this. And I and I before we go into two factor authentication, I just want to give a shout out to the team of Feg. Good job, guys. Keep up the good work. This is what is going to help make crypto viable. You are literally doing the work that no government can do. Now, we, Josh, how many times have we talked about bills from the government coming out that wanting to protect oh, us from almost, ourselves? Almost every single cryptocurrency yeah. is some form of governments everywhere are getting involved. in the u.s particularly in the u.s but yeah we, we got to be protected from ourselves this is what crypto should be doing on their own we shouldn't have to rely on a government to protect us you should know what you're doing before you get into crypto number one but number two things like what the fed community is doing what this amazing team is doing is going to do more to to protect the consumer than governments ever will. Anytime government gets involved, they just slow things down, make it more difficult and more, more expensive, expensive and more expensive. Feg is doing this on their own to to build a better platform to protect investors, to give you an opportunity to invest in something that can't go to zero. They are literally changing the game without a government interfering. And so, you know, shout out to the Feg team. Keep up the good work. So let's talk about the two-factor authentication. At Life is DeFi hinted several months ago that he was working on and i say he it could be a she uh it could be an alien could be an alien yeah if you, if you look at his profile he says might might be an alien um hinted that he was working on two-factor authentication and i remember reading that thinking oh you've got to be kidding me and i and i literally sat up uh one evening in bed i couldn't sleep thinking about this trying to figure out how in the world would you would you implement two-factor authentication on the blockchain um because that's just not how the blockchain works. Well, folks, he did it. He implemented two-factor authentication. And uh, they have a new wallet coming out. It's called the Graphene Wallet. It is, And that's spelled G-R-A-F-E-N-E. Uh, it, the wallet is not out yet. They have a $100,000 uh, prize. They've given out the seed phrase to their wallet. Um, you can take the seed phrase, you can create a wallet, and you can go ahead and try to, to take all of the tokens out of their wallet and and keep them it's a hundred thousand dollars worth uh but but guess what you won't be able to do it you know why josh because of their two-factor authentication because of the two-factor authentication so even though you can recreate the wallet with the seed phrase now it's not the graphene wallet mind you the graphene wallet is the only wallet that can access these tokens and move them 
uh, if you have the two-factor authentication, uh, the ability to put in the correct two-factor authentication. So you can take the seed phrase and create your own wallet, but you can't access these tokens. And and so they've got an open challenge. Anyone that can do it, you're welcome to the $100,000. You know how many people have done it? Zero. Zero. So we don't know specifically um, all the details about how the two-factor authentication will work. Um, I'm assuming, and again, folks, I'm just assuming here, it'll be something like similar to uh, the Google Authenticator uh, any of you who have worked uh, or used any of some of the crypto platforms have dealt with two-factor authentication. Uh, a lot of times if you go to to log in or or to transfer tokens or, or to do an exchange, it'll ask you for to input a code that you'll get off of your Google Authenticator, which is usually a six-digit number that, that changes, I want to say like every 40 seconds, some, something like that. Uh, so it's a constantly changing number. You have to put in the correct number uh, in time. Uh, in order for it to authenticate, so, you know, every one of us has put in the number and weren't fast enough and the number changed and then we got to put in the new number. Um, that's just, you know, that's just how two-factor authentication works. That's what makes it safe. So I'm assuming you will have to use something like Google Authenticator. I do not know. Um, there are hardware uh, two-factor authenticators. Um, you know, I had a friend who who worked in a pretty secure environment. And he literally wore a... a uh, device around his neck that had a number that would just keep changing. And, and whenever he logged in, he would pick up the device and would look at it and would input the, the number. Um, I guess if you stole the device from him, uh, you could, and knew his password, you could crack into his account. So I think Google Authenticator is a little bit more secure than, than those types of devices. But we're still waiting to see what, what it will be, but I'm really excited to, to, to see how this two-factor authentication is going to work. Yeah, I'm pretty excited too. Now, one question you might have is how in the world did he implement this if the blockchain doesn't work this way? That is exactly the question I was thinking. Well, let me answer it. So I, can't, I don't know 100% of the actual mechanics of it, um, but as soon as, I, as soon as I read how they were doing it, it, it suddenly made sense to me. So what he's doing is he has, uh, there's more than one smart contract. Uh, it's my understanding that, that there's three. And so... Somehow they're locking the, the tokens up through a smart contract and the smart contract won't release the tokens unless you're able to give the two-factor authentication code. So the way the blockchain works right now is if you have access to the, the, uh, crypt, you know, the cryptography keys of a wallet, which you can get from the seed phrase, which they've given out, if you have those, crypto those cryptography keys, you can go to the blockchain and say, here, I can authenticate myself. I'm transferring these tokens from this wallet address to this other wallet address. Well, if they're using an, a, another, and it looks like they have three contract addresses, and I, again, I don't know how it works in total, but if you, if you bring smart contracts into it to where they're able to lock those tokens up, then it doesn't matter how many times you go into the blockchain to transfer them, the smart contract will prevent it and the smart contract will say, hey, you, you haven't provided the key that we need. So it's not enough to provide the wallet keys. You still need this two-factor authentication number or, or whatever piece of data it is in conjunction with the wallet keys to be able to satisfy the terms of that smart contract and transfer those, those tokens. So I look forward to reading the white paper to seeing exactly how the technology works. Again, if you can't tell how excited I am, this is a game changer. This is the type of technology that we need to be able to help secure our coins. There isn't a single person out there, myself included, who doesn't ever once in a while wake up in the middle of the night wondering, 
is my wallet really secure? Did someone get on hack into my phone and, and get my keys off of my phone? Um, hopefully you're using some sort of a hardware device or using some sort of offline cold storage, but I know most of you aren't. So every one of us are thinking, hey, what happens if I lose my seed phrase? Well, guess what? It doesn't matter. The whole world can have your seed phrase. As long as they can't get to your two-factor authenticator, whatever it is, they can't take your tokens. Again, this is a game changer. I love these guys and I love their technology. I must admit, I've never worried about that. I've never thought about that. Because if you listen... I don't, I don't have a background in software engineering, so maybe that's why. If you listen to our latest cryptocurrent that's coming out, you'll you'll know why. Because Josh keeps his coins on an exchange. all my coins on an exchange. And to, that's a no-no. We've, I need to we've level talked up. about this. Yep, I you, might be, you might have to fire me as the host of the podcast. Yeah, we might have to bring someone more crypto savvy on. Maybe Spencer. Yeah. I could take Spencer. I don't know. I don't think I could do Spencer's job, to be honest. But... All right, so there's one more fun thing. Um, the name Graphene. You know, I didn't. I didn't. I think it's a cool name. I think the logo that they got was was pretty cool as well. Um, one of the one of the people who's on Twitter, who's a member of what what we call the Feg Army, uh, his name is Mark West, uh, posted what he thinks is an anagram for Graphene. So, what do you think Graphene stands for? If it's a if it's an anagram. I'm not very good at anagrams. Yeah, neither so am I. I. Yeah, I we, maybe if, I don't know. Maybe if I look at it for a long time, I could. Figure you might be able to out. figure it out. Well, he broke it down, and and if you rearrange the letters in in graphene, you can spell earn feg. So the question is that just a coincidence? Probably not. Probably not. Knowing Give these it, guys, knowing I feel like, these guys. I mean, feed every gorilla. This. It, I mean, that really stands for something else, right? Yes, it does, but we won't go into that. We won't go into that. This is a family-friendly podcast. Yeah, you read the white paper, you'll, you'll find out what that really means. Um, I th- I, you know what? Why not? I believe it. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. It, it totally makes sense. It's a fun uh, thing. So, shout out to Mark West. Uh, you earned a follow from us um, at, underscore, or at yeah, the at underscore. The underscore cryptocracy. cryptocracy is now following you, Mark West. Uh, you deserve the follow. Uh, we wouldn't have come up with this, uh, so we give you a shout out and full credit to you for uh, figuring this out. All right. Well, this is kind of a bit of a shorter episode, but still sweet. I think. Uh, I think this is really exciting. I like it when we have big news like this. Um, something a little meatier than what we put on our our cryptocurrency. Yeah, you know we we you know we dive into different cryptocurrencies. We talk about about their strengths, and there's a lot of good projects out there. I. I don't uh, mean to impugn any project. Um, there's a lot of things out there that that deserve our attention, but you gotta give a lot of love to these guys. They they're thinking in a different way than everyone else. They're not just out to solve a business problem, and and there's nothing wrong with solving business problems. You know, I love VeChain. I talk about it all the time. It's one of our favorites. It's one of one of our favorites. Um, you know, I'm a big investor in, in Ethereum because of the business value uh, that, that it brings. But these guys, they're in it to protect the consumer and to give you an opportunity to invest in things that can't go to zero, to keep you from getting rug pulled, and now to keep you from having your token stolen. You got to love these people. They, they're amazing. Yeah, we love them. Um, all right. Well, let's wrap up here then. Make sure to follow us, as we mentioned, uh, at Twitter at the underscore cryptocracy on Instagram at the cryptocracy. And make sure um, if you would kindly to give us a rating and review. 
uh, preferably five stars, but we understand if you want to give us something lower. I don't know. Please don't. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, uh, we also like to thank Spencer Anderson. He's our um, he's our tech wizard. He's the one that brings brings the content from me and Corey to to you guys, our listeners. So we are very grateful for him and have to give him credit so he won't leave us. And um, yeah, and with that being said, stay cryptic. Thank you.